Broadcasting live from Haven Conference 2022 in Atlanta, it's time for Organization Conversation. Brought to you by Wall Control Storage Systems. Wall Control gives you the storage and organization you crave. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Organization Conversation. We are here at Haven and I'm with my buddy Nathan. How you doing, Nathan? Good. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Um, so kind of, yeah, introduce yourself to our audience. Um, you know, what, what, uh, what brings you here and speak a little bit about your own brand as well. All right. Well, my name is Nathan Logsdon. I'm from Logsdon Woodworking. I do woodworking and DIY. I am here at Haven working with Freeform Brushes and uh, here a little bit for myself to network and say hi to people. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We had uh, Mike on an uh, earlier episode, and it's uh, it, you guys are great neighbors. It's fun in our little corner here of, of Haven. So, yeah. So how did you get into woodworking? What's your background, background there with your own brand? Well, uh, I started at 14 DIYing with my parents. Uh, they had a friend that was a fine woodworker and a friend that was a mediocre contractor and yeah. so I, I basically learned all of the tools and all the different ways to cut things and stuff from them and as things progressed I grew up, turned 18 joined the Coast Guard and, and I traveled uh, around from various homes and my wife and I would purchase upgrade, sell as we transferred to be able to kind of cut cost and um, make the military life a little bit more welcoming for us whenever we had our new homes gotcha cool so how did how did the um i guess the progression from just like you're a woodworker Mm -hmm. lead into the whole social media aspect of it too like when did you start being like i need to make my own brand around this and kind of show other people what i'm doing so when we were in north carolina there wasn't a whole lot to do where we lived and i started woodworking um to make things for my wife and then uh, i basically got asked well, hey, how much would that cost? Hey, could you make me this? And it turned into a business and a, a bit of a side hustle, um, making affordable furniture for uh, active duty military members because you know you go into a, a chain store and you're you're looking at a huge price tag. Yeah, for so sure. I was making things that people would be able to afford. It was quality, but it wasn't like top tier where it was I would have to charge them so much. So there was a nice balance there. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty cool. How so? How many? Uh, I guess com- you do like commission pieces, or do you do like do you have like a standard you know product that you that you offer? How does that work? Does so, someone reach out to you and say, "Hey, Nathan, will you build me this?" Or is it like, "Oh, somebody bought that off my website"? I was the guy where you show me a picture and I replicate it. Yeah, I would re-engineer it to fit their space yeah. and whatnot. Um, whether it was bathroom vanities or sliding barn door TV consoles. I've made a dozen of those. So it's just a matter of, um, hey, I want this, but can I, can I have it seven feet long instead of five feet long? Yeah. Can I have it you know, 36 inches high instead of 24 inches high? And so it was a matter of me figuring out how to customize these pieces for people and still stay on that like military budget. Yeah. So I was always being commissioned and then doing the work I never was able to like keep stock and yeah and to build up that really doesn't and that seems like you know it seems like you're doing it the more fun way where everything you're building at least to start with is a new like oh, you're, you're learning was. all kind of new skills you're like you know from a table to a chair to a sliding barn you know that's that's a lot of different uh, versatility you got to have it was it was daunting because every single time I got commissioned I was doing something new yeah so I had to 
practice on a scrap piece before I got to you know do those cuts, or I have to practice on drilling before I mount the hardware because I only have one set of doors. If I mess up the measurements, I'm done. Yeah. I have to buy more material, and that's yeah. on me. Oh, so uh, yeah. It, it wound up being uh, a great way to learn, but it gave me confidence in knowing that I am capable yeah. to upgrade my skills with each project. Yeah, so. gotcha. That's awesome. So how like how, how many commission pieces do you do now? So because we purchased our house in Jacksonville, Florida, we uh, almost shut down my wood shop for about a year and a half now. I've been doing mostly cutting boards, coasters, small stuff for friends and family and yeah. like small batches. But now I'm actually making what I want and what I'm having fun with, and then I'm putting it up for sale and seeing if people want. Awesome. Which leaves me with a you know tub full of things I haven't sold yet, which isn't ideal. But yeah. at the same time, it's you can it's on and you're me. learning. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> valuable. That's valuable knowledge, and you have that in the in the inventory. Yeah. So yeah, very cool. So. What is your, kind of pivoting a little bit, what's your experience with wall control and how has organization helped you in your spaces? So I have always had a small shop. When I was in North Carolina for those two years, I had a one-car garage and I had one wall to put stuff on. Uh, I used pegboard. Every time I'd take a tool off, it would fall. So when I moved to North Car- or from North Carolina to Florida, I was like, all right, I'm building the ultimate French cleat wall. I'm going to organize this space. I'm going to do it right. And then I wanted to change things. And I found that when I made a French cleat holder, it took me 30, 40 minutes to build it. And then now if I want to change it, I have to start over and spend another 30, 40 minutes to build it. So when I found uh, wall control at WorkbenchCon, I spoke with you guys and I figured out that I was in a position to really upgrade my space and reduce my time involved in organizing and being able to change my space when I upgraded tools and stuff like that—that's a huge point. I'm glad I appreciate you bringing that up because people don't think, you know, and we, you know, we love every, you know, French cleat. That's fantastic, mm-hmm. you know. But it, it, the challenge is, and even we see this with like slat wall, it's so big between one to the next, and you can't like the the space space efficiency is very hard, right. and micromanaging a very small space becomes very difficult, and changing it up, you know. Absolutely. So it's like in a in a you know, one square foot, you, you just can't do a ton in there, you know, so yeah. Yeah, I have before and after pictures of what my French cleat wall was able to hold and what my wall control holds in the exact same square footage of wall, and I gained square footage, actual feet of space because yeah. my drills are sticking straight off instead of being sideways, things like that. So I was able to be more efficient. I was able to do it quicker. When I, when I took down my French cleat wall, I had my wall control up and completed taking after photos in two hours. Yeah. It took me two hours just to build the slats for my, yeah. uh, you know, uh, French cleats. Yeah. So it's one of those things that it's a matter of how do you how do you balance the time, and I don't have the time. Yeah, you know, what's I, your time worth, and what can you do with that time that you free yeah. up, for sure. Cool. Was well, there any, um, any accessory or anything that you think the audience would benefit from being aware of that you just don't think is out there as much as it could be. So when I uh, was searching through your guys' website, the one uh, random page that I ended up on, I found your rubber coating for some of your hangers. And I absolutely love that. I have a lot of stainless steel tools or cast iron tools that I don't want sitting steel to steel. And so being able to use those rubber protectors on the hangers 
it all it prevents me from, from scratching my tools. It also prevents me from scratching the paint off of the hangers. So I really like that aspect um, of being able to put a little bit of protection between you know my tools and the whole. Absolutely, yeah. That's been. I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, another great point. Um, yeah, that's that's one that I love too. It. it it makes a huge difference getting that metal-to-metal -metal contact off. And it also, the other thing is it grips whatever's on there pretty well, too. So, like, if you're concerned about something sliding side-to-side, -side, that will kind of stop it in its tracks. So. Absolutely. Yeah, well, um, thanks for taking the time to sit down. I know you're a busy guy this weekend. Um, one last time, how can our audience find you and follow along with what you're doing? Well, I am Logsden Woodworking on Instagram and TikTok. And if you want to stop by, send me a message say hey. Yeah, sounds good. Well, thanks for coming on and uh, have a good rest of the show. Thanks, you too. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Organization Conversation is brought to you by Wall Control, a family-owned and operated producer of best-in-class wall-mounted organizers for your home or business. Made right here in the USA. To learn more, go to wallcontrol.com. 